Welcome into the Magical You Show. I am your host, Vicki Miller. I've been working in the spiritual world for over 20 years as a medium psychic energy healer for people and pets and an artist and the author of the book, Manifest Anything You Want in 30 Days. My show is all about spirituality, how to work with energy to heal, manifest, help you evolve and learn and grow your soul. Welcome in. The Vicki Luna Show. Today's show, I'm going to be talking about how to step into alignment with your heart and soul. We have moved out of the people pleasing years. There's no longer those years, but for many of us that are older, I'm going to say about 30 and up, we still have some people pleasing years that we've been used to. The new children are not going to be people pleasers. And this is a beautiful thing because this means they are listening to their heart and they are going to do it their heart wants, not necessarily what other people tell them to do. For those of us that have been in the people-pleasing years, which I am a reformed people-pleaser, I know exactly how you're feeling. I used to do everything for everyone else. I have five kids. My oldest son is 30. I uh, have two ex-husbands, you know, have done everything for everyone else but me. And what started happening is when I started standing up in my boundaries and started seeing authentically, I really wasn't serving me. I wasn't serving my heart. I was doing things because of the way the structure of the paradigm or the way the belief system was that you were to be a mother, stay at home, raise kids, be stressed, do everything for everyone. And what it started doing for me was pretty much killing me. <laughs> Literally, I had cancer at 28, um, uterine cancer. I totally healed it myself you know, by getting out of a unhealthy, unloving marriage that I wasn't in love with. I only married this man because I was pregnant. And that's what you do back then is you get married to somebody because you're pregnant, but a horrible way to live your life. And I'm a very loyal person. So I stayed with this person for nine years and not that the, not that the man is bad by any means. It just wasn't living authentically. I wasn't even in love with him. I was doing what society told me to do. I was getting married because my was raised super religious and religion and society. And this is what you do. And what a horrible way to live your life. And it is not aligning with your heart and soul center. When you are not doing something authentically from your heart and soul, but you're doing it from others, them wanting you to do this. And I, I see this all the time. I see this all the time in my clients and especially with different heritages. Um, you know, Indian, I had an Indian client that actually even did an arranged marriage. And, you know, she did tell me in the very beginning how, um, at first, you know, she didn't love her husband and now she does love her husband, but it took her a while. And, you know, the, the, the heritage of, um, the, you know, of that, I have another actually Indian client too. And it's just a very hard, she never feels good enough. Um, her family has pretty much cast her out because she married a white person and the, the the thing the line goes on and on and on of all these stuff and it's really screwed her up mentally and physically because of her not feeling down inside that she is good enough she did stand up to them thank god about that but part of her her unconscious mind what she was raised to is always fighting her and we start to see this bleed into all areas of our life of being people pleasers, not living authentically from our heart and soul, the wonderful, powerful word of no 
is really hard for a lot of us to do. But the cool thing is when you start saying no to things that authentically don't feed your heart and don't align with you, then that's when the yeses will come in. And that's when you will start aligning with your heart because it will be automatically that you're putting those boundaries up. You're putting the boundaries up to the people, situations, the beliefs. And now I'm going to move into beliefs because beliefs are so ingrained into us since we're teeny tiny by the age of six. We have already taken on our beliefs from society, from our parents, from everyone. You know, this is how this is how hereditary comes about. Hereditary is I don't believe in hereditary. I believe if you take on the story of that person and you want to start telling your body physically and emotionally that that story is, then you will definitely start being that. That's what energy is. And that's where our beliefs come from. So if we come from a, a struggling family, that a family that you know, we were hearing as a child or feeling as a child, because we also pick up things through energy, through feeling that they were struggle. It was hard for them to get ahead, that they spent all their money, you know, on bills. And it was always just work, 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 harder, 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 never enough. Then we start taking on that belief and then we're going to start playing it out. And it's what's, it's what's crazy is by the age of six, we, everything that we see, we start we put it like in a computer in our mindset and it gets into our conscious mind and it bleeds into all areas of our life. And then after six, we are repeating. We're just like this robot projecting out the same beliefs, the same way of living. And we're actually acting out everything that we took and internally we're acting out. So this becomes a repetitive habit of energy that we start believing, seeing, doing. So when you start doing, you start the action toward that. It just becomes an everyday part of life. It's just really you're existing. You're existing just on this automatic pilot of this is how life is and this is how life is supposed to be. And we don't realize that, oh, we can break this cycle. We can break our life cycle. We can break the cycle that our parents handed down to us and their parents handed down to them and their parents handed it down to them. Absolutely. It's the energy. It's your environment. This is why many of you probably have moved away. Some of you may have not. And if you haven't moved away from where you were raised, you're probably still doing the same circle, the same repetitive circle, because it's the same energy. Wherever you're surrounded in, energy is contagious. Uh, I grew up in Ohio in a very small town. Um, you know, I still it still feels home when I go there. But I moved away when I was 18. I lived in the same home when I was 18. Until um, I was 18, I lived in the same. I grew up in the same house. Uh, you know, very small town. Um, it was in Westerville, Ohio, really Galena. I, lived, I grew up on a Hoover Dam, those of you guys that are in Ohio there. And the mentality, I, I realize now why I had to move away. First of all, I was raised super strict religious, Baptist religion. Here I am a medium, intuitive, psychic, free spirit, you know, so many ways. There's no way I could have been confined to Ohio. I left with $200 in my back pocket. I left college. My dad died. And I said, I am out of here. And, you know, with $200 in my back pocket and I moved to Florida and that's where I just started thriving. And it was the best thing I've ever done leaving college. I just had this conversation the other day with my, my son. He's like, well, why do I have to go to college? You didn't go to college and look how successful you are. <laughs> I was like, yeah, you don't have to. I don't believe that people do have to go to college. I believe that when you align to your heart and your soul, that's when you're going to be the most success successful anyways. I've been preaching this for a long time. Uh, if I would have stayed in college, I was actually going to be a, nur a nurse. And it's funny, I'm a healer in a different way. 
I'm making more money in a different and be, than I would have been a nurse. I'm doing what I love more than I would have been a nurse. I remember having my first son and what the nurse had to do and the shit she had to put up with the doctor. And just, I looked and I was like, Oh my God, hell no, I am not being a nurse. That is not me. I could not be talked to that way and really just, you know, do everything they were doing. And I give it to all you nurses out there. Oh my God. I I give it to you for sure. Um, kudos to you. And you know, I, I lined to my heart and I started realizing when I aligned to my heart, I left trusting, I didn't care, $200 in my back pocket, I knew I was going to make it because I hated my mother so much. And sometimes we need that catalyst in our life to be like, all right, I am done. I am out of here. No way. Nothing can be as worse as, as what I'm living in right now. And so I'm so in gratitude and thankful of my life at that time. And I'm in gratitude of my mother, too. Uh, we were not on the same page in so many ways. But if I would have stayed in Ohio and not saying Ohio is not great by any means, I do still, it's still beautiful. I still love Ohio. Um, but for me, it's not. I am too much of a free spirit. I go back and just the mentality and the energy does, doesn't fit me. So that's why I was in Florida for 24 years and then I aligned to California for 10 years and now I'm back to Florida. And you know, just listening authentically to my heart and to my soul. That's where I've grown. And that's, you know, the people pleasing years that that took me many, many years to say enough. I'm done. I can't be this person. I'm not. I'm not this person that I'm trying to be. I'm faking it. I'm faking this marriage. I'm faking being in this marriage. I'm faking being the perfect mother, the perfect house. I mean, I had it all. I was Miss Martha Stewart. My house with my first husband was gorgeous. We, we built our dream home and we, I, I can't even believe I look back and I'm like, I can't even believe I was that person. I was such a different person. I was playing the role, mind you, wasn't in my heart, but I was playing the role of my mother. My mother was a stay at home mother. And it, does this sound familiar to any of you? My mother was a stay at home mother. She, that's what she did. And she didn't work. Um, that was the times too. And she's 86 now too. And that was just the times of the days, right? And my belief was to be a good mom, you had to stay at home. You couldn't work. You had to be a good mom. So this is my belief because this is the belief I picked up from my mother. And I'm sure my mother picked up from her mother. Her mother picked up from her mother. And that was society. And those mothers out there, you can totally will understand me that being a mother is the the hardest job there is because there is guilt all over. I remember when I first started working, even my son that was six months old, because I am a tutor, this was my fifth child. And I started working again. I mean, I started working even when I aligned and I was like, I can't do this. I am a worker. I need to work. I started working at 29 after my cancer and had my real estate license and it was beautiful. And I've been blessed that I can work when I want to work. I thought about this the other day. I have five kids and I've aligned to my heart and soul. I've done what I wanted to do. I wanted to be available for my kids when they got home. I wanted to work my own schedule. So I have aligned with my heart and soul in that way and always. But I remember when my um, I went to work with my fifth kid, and um, six months old. And I started, I had a spiritual center. I had a lot of stuff. I had a dog bakery. Uh, I could be a workaholic. And I remember just feeling the guilt. I was only working two days a week. Uh, with my newborn that's six months old. And I remember energetically picking up for my son, Dane, that still, we're still super close. He's 15 now and he's super intuitive and, and a psychic. I remember picking up at, at six months old. He did not like me working. And I was like, Oh my God. 
you know, so the guilt just came in. He wanted to be with me 24 seven. And that's not healthy either. It's not healthy for the moms, not healthy for the children. It's not healthy for anyone. And, um, just the guilt, you know, mothers have a lot of guilt. Those mothers out there will be there. It's damn if you do, damn if you don't. And you're trying to make them please everybody and make everybody happy. You know, trying to be, I remember being the perfect wife, having the house perfect, having the perfect meal, having the perfect, I mean, it was exhausting. Being perfect was so exhausting. Health-wise, I was the most unhealthiest at my time. And I was 30, so I was very young, right? And, you know, when I finally listened to my heart center and I was like, am I aligning to my heart? Am I, what, what does Vicky want? Because a lot of times we forget because we're playing a role in everybody else's life and we're doing that role to make them happy, to get that pat on our back. All of us look for approval for our, we all have inner child issues, mom or dad, right? Is it mom or dad issues? And sometimes you'll, you'll heal one and then you have the other one to deal with. And I remember I was looking for, and I'll give you this, uh, this um, analogy of approval where you've been looking for approval and look in your life and see where have you been looking for approval? Cause I guarantee you've been looking for approval from your mom, your dad, your siblings, or your children, those of us that are parents, we want, we want to be the best mom, the best dad in our life. That's because we're looking for approval. I had this dog bakery. I started the first dog bakery in Southwest Florida called Dudley's Dog Bakery. It was my love and joy. That's when I was 30. Um, franchised it out. I had three locations. I mean, it was super successful. Had a coffee shop in it, boutique. It was adorable. I was a Ripley's, believe it or not. I kept on pushing, 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 doing, 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 working my ass off. And ever since I was little, all I ever said is, I want my business. I want a business. I want a business. I used to tell my mom all the time, I want a business. I want a business. So I created this business out of scratch. And I left my, I was making over $100,000 working three days a week for a real estate, Arthur Rettenberg Homes here in Florida, which were just, this is back when the houses were selling like hotcakes. People would just walk into my monohome, which my monohome was right by my house. I mean, you talk about the dream job. This was like easy Easy money, fun, you know, this is the first job, too, that I worked since my kids were born. And I left that job to, I said, you know, this isn't fulfilling my heart. I'm in, I'm a very, I'm an entrepreneur. I'm creative, you know, so this is where the dog bakery started. So I remember being laughed at by everyone. You're opening a what? I'm like, oh, back then, especially you laugh at me. You tell me no, oh, game on. I'm doing it. And I did it. And I remember being so proud of myself. I had no idea what I was doing. I didn't know how to run a business. And there again, I started realizing the beliefs. People started telling me that it was I was going to have to work really hard. I was going to, you know, not make money for five years. I started being in the whole belief system of what other people were telling me. And I got to experience it. I was working my ass off, not making a lot of money, but I was having a blast. I didn't care. I was just like, I'm having a blast. I'm doing this. And I obviously got it to a point I was succeeding, but I remember just the biggest person I wanted, I was doing all this stuff. I was, I had the store, I had three locations. I kept on growing, kept on doing McDonald's even approached me for my, some of my products. Like I was in, I was all over. I was in the Hyatt Regency in Coconut Point. I was like, I was big. I was famous. I was in Ripley's Believe It or Not book. Like I'm just going, 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 pushing, pushing, pushing. And it's not enough. It's not enough. I want more and more and more and more. And the biggest realization for me and the biggest gift in my life that happened was my mother came in. To, all I wanted was my mom's approval. 
I didn't know it at the time, but this is what I realized because my mom and I have always had issues and I never had the approval from my mom. And I, she came into my store. She lived in Ohio, came into my store and that's really what all I wanted. She came in my store and I knew she wouldn't say a word. I just knew it. And she came in, looked around, and I'm telling you, my store was the cutest thing ever. It looked like a real bakery, but it was all for dogs. I had the bakery cases. I had the commercial kitchen. I had the cutest boutique. I had it painted adorable. Like, it was so cute. And she comes in, not saying one word, and we leave. And I was like, wow, that was the best gift in my life that ever happened. You want to know why? It's because I came home. And I cried and I said, I am never, ever going to get the approval from my mother. And that's when I realized I have to pat myself on my own back. I have to say, good job, Vicki, that you've done amazing. But I also realized I kept on growing. I kept on doing. I kept on getting bigger. I kept on doing this all for my mother's approval. It wasn't for me. I wanted my mom to say, oh, my God, Vicki. That is amazing. You are, you're so successful. That is the cutest store. That is, wow, you're so good. You know, I wanted that big pat on the back. I was never going to get it. And then I realized also, if my mom would have said that, if my mom would have told me all those wonderful things, I wouldn't have believed her anyways. (laughs) So that's when my life changed. And that's actually when I settled down and was like, I'm done growing my business. I've been growing my business, not authentically through my heart center. And this is why there was struggle. And this is why it was so much work because it wasn't in my heart. It wasn't in my heart at all. All I wanted was my mother to tell me, good job. And I was never going to get that. And that was the best gift that I've ever had in my life because I was like, screw this, not doing it anymore. But then I realized I went and I was like, oh my God, I'm wanting the approval from my children. I was a divorced mom. I wanted the approval for my kids. I want my kids to be like, you're the best mom. We love you more than dad. You know, you're the better mom. You know, all this stuff. Us as parents, that's what we want. We want to be the best mom. We want to be the best dad. And that's why a lot of times we spoil our kids and do shit that's not in their highest good because we were like, oh, see, we're the fun one. See, we're this one. See, hey, see, we're the protector. See, we're this. So look around in your life right now and you will see where you're not aligning in your life. So how to align in your life is to let go and stand up in the boundaries and let go of the things that aren't coming from your heart center. Look around and see, where am I doing this for other people? Where am I doing this for people to approve of me? Where am I wanting that big pat on the back? That is not really about me. Where am I going to pat myself on the back? Where am I going to really be like, yes, this is just lights me up. And when you tap into what lights me up, and this isn't just business-wise, this is everything. This is your personal life. This is your friend life. I mean, how many of us live in a fake marriage or we live and we have fake friends around and we're just like, oh yeah, we're in the hoity-toity crowd or we're just here because, yeah, we're just, we want to be approved of and we want to be looked up on and this in this way. So this is all areas of your life. If at any time you have to put on that mask on your face, you are not aligning to your heart. If any time that you have to pretend you are not aligning to your heart. So the easiest way to align to your heart is take that mask off. Be true to your heart. Be true to your soul. And the biggest thing is be true to you. And only you can do that to you. Your life will, sh- your life will shift instantly once you do this. It's a beautiful thing. 
Yes, people will leave your life that aren't supposed to be there. Yes, your job that you're not living through your heart center will leave. Yes, that marriage could crumble and fall away. But all of these are because you're in integrity with your heart center and knowing that now you're in alignment with your heart center. This is where your passion's going to ignite your life. This is where your abundance is going to come in. This is where you're going to attract a new soul tribe that's going to empower you and help you and accept you for who you are. But first, you have to accept yourself for who you are. I hope this helps you in some way. Goddesses, if you are ready to really dive deep and to do emotional healing, physically, emotionally, and spiritually, and transform into a huge, huge awakening, awaken the magic within, and live an abundant life, live the best life ever possible. Join me in my goddess retreat in a real castle in North Carolina on 11 acres in Murphy, North Carolina. So excited about this where we dive deep. We do a lot of energy clearance, past life healings, energy cord cuttings, a lot of energy workshops, and we have a blast with other women. Go. It's going to be amazing. Uh, if this resonates with you, if you're ready for a life changing, it's going to be October 13th to 17th. I'm doing it specifically that month too, because we have an eclipse. The eclipse is going to be helping us transform our lives, letting go of all that toxicity, all the past and opening up to abundance. Can't wait to play with you guys and the magic. We're going to have so much fun. There's going to be a goddess painting party, doing medium message gallery. I'll be giving you messages, obviously, but we're also going to dive deep into doing the work, the soul work to transform you into living the best life possible. Only 10 women can come. It's filling up right now. Go to my website, VickiLuna.com and look into more information. We'd love to connect with you in any way. Have many other workshops too. If you're here locally in Venice, I'm starting a goddess circle here locally too. I love to work with women and empower you. And of course, my men out there too. I have other services. I still work with men too. Check out on VickiLuna.com. I wish all of you guys magical day and align to your soul, align to your heart. You are just going to light up when you do that. Namaste. Thank you for listening to the magical you show. If you want to stay connected to me, you can visit my website, VickiMiller.com. It's Vicky-Miller.com. V-I-C-K-I-E-Miller.com. I'm on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, and make sure to check out my private social media platform that you can join for free. MagicalYouSouls.com. Check it out. Have a magical day.